0: This is the Covered Podcast.
1: Today is June 15th. Maybe the 16th when you're listening to this, but this is Covered. Got a great show for you guys. Uh, lots of accents on the show today. One Midwestern, one Canadian. We talk about MLB, MLB Props with Taylor Mathis from Superbook Sports. Uh, She's a reporter for them as well as awesomo.com. And then we get into a little bit of F1 with Malcolm from Lights Out F1 Bets, giving you some winners for the Canadian Grand Prix coming up. And then, of course, Stanley Cup Finals. We're going to talk about those. And NBA Finals. Might be the last NBA Finals show because it might be over, but until then, we're going to get you covered, and now we're going to head to our interview with Taylor. And joining us now is former Iowa alumni, huge Cubs fan, uh, host reporter for Superbook, as well as Osmo.com, Taylor Mathis. How are you?
2: I'm great. How are you guys doing?
1: Yeah, doing well. Doing well on this end um, and happy to have you on.
2: I'm excited to be here.
1: Yeah, awesome. Well, let's jump right into it kind of. Um, How how did you get started in uh, sports gambling? Um, I know it's kind of a a niche area with it getting legalized and everything everywhere. Um, But yeah, how did you get started?
2: So I actually, most people do not know, my background is already in sports broadcasting. I got my degree from Iowa um, in sports journalism and pretty much started right out of college in the broadcasting field with sports. I worked for a local TV station in Iowa, then moved to Nebraska covering the Huskers at a local TV station there as well. Um, Then I moved to Dallas for a little bit. Um, Going more of the digital route, covering the NFL for a while. And then I got a job out here in Scottsdale, where I'm at now in Arizona, sidelining for a company covering the Suns for two seasons. So that was super fun back when they weren't very good. So I saw them through like the rough times. Uh, After that, COVID happened. I got laid off from my job and I kind of started looking into the sports betting space A company approached me because they were looking for females like in the sports betting space to do a lot of like social media content stuff. And I was like, I really don't know anything about sports betting. And they're like, well, we'll teach you. And I kind of started to get into props specifically because for me, I was like, Okay, this makes sense. I can pay attention to specific players and really dive deep into stats to figure out where I want to have my edge in the space. So that's why I mostly focus on props, um, and I just went full fledged into it, and now I am full blown into the sports gambling space, and I absolutely love it. It's so fun.
1: Well, welcome, welcome to the degenerate family, then, um, of, of sports betters. No, that's awesome. As far as like props go, um, we're gonna get into one for NBA finals, uh, kind of, kind of your biggest prop here. But um, you like, said you like to dive into the stats. Is there any like specific players that you just really key in on?
2: Well, I've got specific key players that I will not bet. Um, I'm like, I will never bet Jay Crowder ever again in my life. Every time. I don't care if I look at his stat line. It's like, he's gone. I I specifically remember this one. Towards the end of the regular season, it was like Jay Crowder over or under eight and a half points, which to me seemed way too low because he had been over that total like in five straight. Comes out, he scores like three. I was like, you got to be kidding me three points. And it's every time I bet him, this happens. Yeah. So Jay Crowder, I'm like, I stay clear of Jay Crowder, no matter what, he is just not my guy clearly for player props. um, Somebody that usually does really good for me is Tyrese Halliburton, no matter what he shows up. No. So I'm like NBA wise, he's my guy. Um, I've seen a lot of success with him in general, my most profitable sport when it comes to props has been NBA. So like betting the NBA baseball is really tough. I'm trying to kind of figure out right now because baseball is my favorite sport too. And I love K props, but like I'm trying to figure out my formula for what works when I'm looking at K props to help me figure out what's going to hit and what's not. I don't think I've like mastered it yet um, because I feel like I'm very inconsistent. Like, but also at the same time, I'm like, I think baseball is the hardest sport to bet in my opinion, just because everything is very inconsistent. I mean, you look at the Dodgers recently, they get swept by the pirates. They're arguably on paper to a lot of people, the best team in baseball, the favorites to win the world series, but they just got swept by one of the worst teams in baseball. So you just never know day to day what things are going to look like in baseball. So I think it makes it a little more difficult to bet than other sports.
1: Yeah, completely agree. Um, because uh, baseball is probably my favorite sport as well and it's just so up and down like the first month is incredibly great just looking at his historical stats on pitchers um and then I don't know what happens just automatically falls off can't can't win anything so definitely definitely understand that um as as far as like getting in a slump do you do anything to get out of that like do you need to reset or or what do you do
2: Yeah, I definitely am a firm believer in do not bet just to bet for the day. If you're in a slump, at least for me, if I am in a slump or on a cold streak, I like to take like a day or two off of not betting anything. Um, And I honestly like, I won't even really like look at the slate. Like if I'm like, okay, I've been on a losing streak. Let's not even look at things today. We just need a break today. Enjoy sports for what they are. If you're going to watch them and not worry about money being on things. I know I am and I'm obsessive over like my, some of my apps when I have certain bets in, I had a four leg parlay last night that I was really happy about. Um, But I was like, obsessively like looking up the scores of the games yeah, because it's like, yeah. you want to see if you're going to hit it or not, you get way yeah. too into it. And I like, no, last night with my strikeout prop, I had, I Dane Dunning over three and a half K's he hit four and it was a sweat. And I was like sitting there, like updating my app, like every two seconds to see if he would hit it or not. So like some nights it's just good to just enjoy sports for the entertainment value of them and to enjoy them without putting
1: your hard-earned money on it right oh another another guest host see we're getting up there we, we had <laughs> a dog know. earlier we had a dog earlier um he, Mine's he around here somewhere. on the uh, <laughs> on the mic so uh no huge huge dog podcast but yeah the guest, guest
0: host jackson will make an appearance here shortly but i know what you mean about uh refreshing the apps some of the props i've been hitting pretty hard lately are the uh nhl shot props so you know for different players and What's crazy about their props is like you can hit the post and it's not a shot on goal. Right. So, right. Like the, the last game with the lightning, there's, there's like two, de- I think it was the first two shots of the game. Both of them hit the post and those two shots would have hit my parlay. And I was just
2: right. like, no. So, I was just talking about that with baseball yesterday, like total base props. I'm like, should a walk count towards total bases? Yeah. Because Freddie hits should. that.
1: But people
2: are like well then they're gonna have to adjust the adjust the line for walks and I'm like let's be realistic though I don't feel like I'm in general like pitchers don't walk that many people so why would the line need to be adjusted that much like I don't really think it would adjust the lines that crazy but I don't know maybe guys that bet a lot more it would Oh. oh yeah you agree Still going Dogs agree.
1: we love it um no and yeah if you if you walk that's a good at bat for the hitter and yeah it should should be an, an extra base added on the total basis
2: right i agree but hey some people are like no no then they'll adjust the line which maybe they would but who knows
1: who knows for knows?
2: now it doesn't matter because it doesn't count
1: right <laughs> who, yeah who knows and the, i mean the shots on goal for like hitting the post that's as about as on goal as you can get. So what what's going on with oh, that?
0: There we go. Yep, <laughs> there's mine too. So we got the whole we got the whole party out here. We he
2: got the whole girl. He
0: he gets real agitated with the shot on goal conversation. Just let him do this.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Well, obviously we got game one of the NAJ finals tonight. Do you have a side on this? Do you have a prop? I know we didn't talk much about it. Um kind of coming into it. I know we're we're more in the NBA, but um Death beam on the planet. Who who are you taking tonight?
2: I so I am not a hockey girl at all. So don't listen to me. Um, I don't pay attention whatsoever. I used to pay a lot more attention to the NHL when I lived in the Midwest because I was a big Blackhawks fan. Since I've moved out to Arizona, I just have not stayed up on it. I love hockey as a sport. I just haven't been as good about it. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna take the underdogs and take the abs. Um, to win outright. I think that's my better futures pick. They've been a good squad clearly over the last couple of years, but they haven't been able to make it happen. The lightning are essentially a dynasty now in my eyes lately. So Let's go for the underdog, and I would like to see the Abs win over the Lightning. So that's what I'm going to go with.
1: There we go. There we, we go. It. We don't have to kick you off the podcast. Um, <laughs> last guest, we did because they said Lightning, um, and so even before we got in the conversation, had to had to send him on his way. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, bummer for him. Uh, yeah, exactly. Big bummer, but obviously, game tomorrow, game six, Warriors Celtics. Are the Warriors going to end it? First off, we'll get into the prop in a second. Are the Warriors going to end it?
2: Uh, I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I have not. I've only bet props in the finals. And the only other thing I bet last um, game, which hit, was Warriors team total under 107 and a half. Okay. Um, other than that, I have refused, besides game one, I guess I should take that back. I did Celtics money line, game one. But other than that, I, like, refused to bet a side or really bet on the total because I just knew this series was going to be really back and forth, which it has been. I would like to hope, my heart says Celtics, I want the Celtics to come out in game six and take this to a game seven. Do I think the Warriors could close it out? Yeah, of course. Um I'm going to go Celtics though. I'm going to go Celtics in game six because I just, I want to see Al Horford win a title really badly. I want this to stay interesting, get it to a game seven. Um, I don't want to see Golden State win it again. Same thing like with the lightning, but the Golden State wins so much like the Celtics are due. I would like to see a team that's extremely defensively sound like the Celtics come out with the title over Golden State. Uh, Especially because I'm a big Suns fan now from living out here in Arizona. And I don't want to see them win. Like I wanted the Sun, I really thought the Suns were gonna take it all this year. There was no doubt in my mind, and I don't know what happened against the Mavs, but I went to game seven. That was the most pitiful display I've seen in a game seven ever in my life. And I was so disappointed. So now that the Suns can't make it happen, I don't want to see the Warriors get it either. So I'm gonna go with the Celtics.
1: That's fair. I mean as nuggets fans we had to watch the warriors just come out full all full cylinders just go and same thing people were like well don't don't you want the warriors to win because they beat the the nuggets and so then it makes them look better And it's like no i we don't but i mean now monetarily wise we have futures on them so um, (laughs) we we gotta go with the warriors
2: you're like so now i'm going for the warriors
1: (laughs) exactly exactly well let's get into it why you're here Uh, That game prop for game six of the finals. What do you got?
2: I actually, I don't have a game prop for tomorrow yet. yet. No, no. I've got nothing for NBA yet today. I've got two for tonight that I love it.
1: Ooh, two for tonight.
2: Yeah. So if you get it in really quickly, uh, my favorite prop of the day is going to be Pete Alonzo over a half of a total base. There is right. no way that this is not hitting. And if it doesn't, I, I would be so surprised. He's hit this in four straight games. But Alonzo right is, <laughs> is batting 289 right now. And over his last seven games, he's been batting 375, like 375 That's legitimately unheard of. He's tied for second in the majors right now for homers at 18 and against righties, he's also batting a three Oh nine. So he looks really good. There's no way that that's not hitting. That's my top prop of the day. Another play that I am liking tonight going to be in the Dodgers uh, angels game. We've got Tyler Anderson on the mound for the Dodgers. I feel like he is such an overlooked pitcher in that rotation because of Walker Buehler Urias, uh, Clayton Kershaw, I feel like Gonsolin and Tyler Anderson get overlooked a lot. And they honestly are leading the rotation, in my opinion, and probably are the best pitchers currently in the starting rotation on the Dodgers. So I'm going for him over four and a half strike it strikeouts. He said this in four out of his last five starts, ERA, is a 307 and he's going against the Angels, who have the highest K rate in baseball 25.4 percent. They bat 227 right now away. And if they get two strikeouts on them, though, the team as a whole that's 163, which is god awful. We good. also know the angels have not been great lately, even since they've got their they've gotten rid of Joe Madden. They're two and five, they're still playing absolutely terrible. And the Dodgers are one of the best teams in baseball. So I like Tyler Anderson for over his strikeouts at four and a half.
1: Love it. Yeah, no, those, those are good. Um, Tyler Anderson definitely overlooked um, as, as well as Tony. I mean, uh, Gonsolin is he's, he's going absurd right now. So love those props. Um, Pete Alonzo. I'm personally may stay away just because it's Corbin Burns and I can't do it. Just, just, just me. Um, but hey, I mean, he. Hey,
2: Milwaukee's he, due for a win because they don't look great right now at all. Yeah, so.
1: they are. They are. All um, we need,
2: all you need, is one hit though. That's one right. One hit from Alonzo and you're, you're solid.
1: That's right. No, I, I do like to play just. I can't. I can't stare stare down the <laughs> the barrel of Corbin Burns' I, I tried, outing. I, I tried. I to tell you, but he did. Uh, he did. G-
0: game already started, and I don't know. Maybe it's just Colorado's rules for being able to take those bets live. So uh, I'm, I'm with you in you spirit. Can,
2: yeah, some you can. Some you can't. I was gonna say. I think that game started like five minutes ago or something. Oh, so yeah, that one, yeah. Dodgers has not started though yet. So Ooh, get in on that one
0: for yeah. sure. Dodgers. Well, let's uh, let's switch to different league let's talk a little football action here so cowboys fan as i understand it is that
2: gigantic cowboys fan yeah i'm like you can see if you if you can see up here i've got a little cowboys helmet up here so
0: i got my cowboys
2: jacket right there
0: there you go you you, you got the loyalty behind you there so what's what's happening with the cowboys this year do they have any shot at uh making some waves in the playoffs I or? actually
2: one of my favorites i've got quite a few nfl futures bets that i'm looking forward to um, right now as well and i'm gonna take uh the cowboys to win their division i think that's an easy play they're favorited right now but it's still at plus money too so like why not get on it i think i don't really think they have much competition in, oh, in their division whatsoever
1: carson, carson Wentz. come on yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, Carl
0: ain't doing anything in that division. Come there, on, now.
2: There's not. I, I would be really shocked. I honestly think, looking at the Cowboys' schedule, there's potential for the Cowboys to have like 13 wins. I'm probably being extremely optimistic and slightly bit of a homer, but I'm gonna go with the Cowboys to win the division and make the playoffs, like for sure. I don't think that they're missing. Um, I, I I'm looking forward to what we have. I do think we're a little a uh, thin in the wide receiver position because CD lamb is going to be our go-to guy now. So we'll see how that works out. That could end up being great for him. I actually have seen a lot of people being on him possibly to be, um, the receiving yards champion of the NFL this season. I don't know if I see that happening, but, um, I think he is going to be the go-to guy that Dak's going to have to throw to
0: yeah, I, I agree. We got our boy, Michael Gallup. there still right. CSU yeah. Rams alum. He's, he's a deep threat as well. So, but I mean, CD lamb's not a bad option for the first guy to throw to, you know, he's, right. he's an absolute stud. So what do you think in your opinion, what's, what's holding the Cowboys back from being a super bowl contender over these years? And why is it Jerry Jones?
2: Uh, <laughs> well, that's a big problem. Um, I think well one I also I'm not a Mike McCarthy fan at all I don't think he's the guy in Dallas that's going to get things done whatsoever I never really got the hire very much to begin with off the bat um I love Dak I think Dak could be the guy at quarterback that gets it done his work ethic is unmatched in my opinion to come back from an injury like that and play the way he did last season I don't see how you don't think he could end up being the guy I'm hoping this year he comes back even stronger than he was last year I think they have all the pieces in place I just don't know if our coaching and ownership is able to back that up like you were saying like unless Jerry Jones is out of there are we gonna see a difference I I have no idea I don't know what our problem is we have all the pieces we're just not able to get it done every single season we come up short
0: it's really hard to trust somebody who puts salt on a sausage egg McMuffin, you know. Like, how do you trust anybody to to run any sort of operation, let alone the the biggest name in in American sports? So, could completely agree with you there. But hey, it, you got you got to mention the NFL when we got you on here, especially the Cowboys because they're such a hot topic, right?
2: Heck yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you got to, got to, but Taylor, we appreciate you coming on, um, follower on Twitter. It's at team math sports and on Instagram. It, what, what is it on Instagram?
2: Shy sports chick, like Chicago sports chick, Cause I'm from Illinois. So. There you
1: go. There you go. Well, yeah. Thank you for coming on, giving us those props to lock in. Um, we'll get those uploaded for the people. Um, but yeah, can't thank you enough. Anything else you want to plug while, while you're on here?
2: No, I, that's about it, guys. Uh, tune in every day at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, too. I do a Spaces show on Twitter. Um, you can come on and give your best bets of the day. It's super fun. Uh, we're building like a really nice little gambling community on the Spaces show. So if you want to hop in, chat bets every single day, jump on.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, Taylor.
2: Thank you, guys.
1: And joining us now is malcolm from lights out f1 bets uh to talk a little canadian f1 grand prix how are you doing today malcolm
3: great great i'm doing awesome excited for a home race here thanks for having me on fellas.
1: yeah absolutely home race where what What part of canada are you in
3: <laughs> so i live on the other side of canada from the race uh we're in alberta so okay a couple hours behind but yeah happy to see a race you know not at like five in the morning local for once <laughs> Some of them are tough with the times. Like, yeah, what
0: was the uh, Azerbaijan one at? It was, it was like, you know, four a.m. here. I'm like, oh, I'll catch the replays for that one.
3: Yeah, exactly. And you're trying to you're trying to uh, wake up for like half an hour early so you can catch last minute, you know, changes to hop on some odds and stuff. It's just impossible. But we got through it, and now we get a home game.
1: There you go. Home games are important. Oh, and so, like, how did how did you get started in, in liking F1? Um, was it Drive to Survive? I know that's how a lot of people kind of kind of got started into it. Or have it, Have you always been into F1?
3: So the big thing, um, there's two of us who run it, and uh, me and my buddy Matt. And so we've been big into DFS, obviously. Right. Like, with, with the NHL, that was our main sport. And so this year, DraftKings added F1 added yeah f1 to dfs so we're like oh sweet let's get on this before anybody else so we started playing around with advanced projections and stuff like that and honestly the the uh prop bets were just kind of supposed to be like the the dessert like the cherry on top type thing and it ended up taking off there wasn't very many other people doing it so yeah we just followed it from there found a trend like a, a niche of probably like 10 or 12 of us that are super keen on it on twitter and just kind of migrated all of us the whole crew over on the discord and now we just have lively discussion back and forth you know it's, it's all free it's just about helping each other find the edge against the bookies really
1: right yeah no that that's awesome now now first was hockey right so stanley cups tonight um this will probably air tomorrow but in in front of it who, who do you got winning the cup
3: uh colorado is such a wagon but they don't have goaltending. pending i think capital on the groove so i gotta go with them sadly and i could be wrong but the other guy as part of the lights out F1, he he has a uh, like I think he booked the first round, Tampa to win the cup. So I had New York, and so his his bet beat mine. I got to cheer for him now. All
1: there right, Malcolm. Well, uh, good having you on the show.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, see you, um, talk, talk, yeah, talk yeah, you later. later, dude. <laughs> well, that's all right. So
0: going back to F1, do you have a team or drivers that you follow closely, or that you're a fan of, or are you just a fan of the sport in general?
3: Good question. I'm a fan of the drivers that make us money. And, uh, this year year it it was Perez for a while before, uh, you know, the cat got out of the bag on him. Um, has been fun, but he's hard to bet on because the bookies love him too. George Russell has just been an absolute profit center. Can't help but cheer for him. Kind of an underdog. And, you know, everybody loves Lewis Hamilton. And then uh, the last guy is Yuki Sonoda. The community has been been high on him for a while. Pierre Gasly kind of gets all the attention, but Yuki's kind of this this fast, crazy driver that uh, the bookies like to give plus two hundred odds on, and he's more like a coin flip. So we'll take him all day.
0: Is there uh, is there anybody who you always stay away from, like a complete liability of a driver that you just? Never know what you're gonna get, because I'm sure with there being 20 drivers on the grid at any point in time, there's there's got to be a couple, or maybe they have certain tracks where it's like, ooh, I'm definitely gonna avoid this guy this week.
3: Great question. So we're learning the hard way, or I am anyway. It's unprofitable to like actively bet against the drivers. So Daniel Ricardo, like you can't bet for him, you can't bet against him. Last week it's like, okay, this guy's been terrible. Let's bet him for no points at minus 138. Like it's free money, and then he ends up getting nine, right? Like. Three cars in front of him fail or have problems and he just limps his way into points and loses us money. So um figured out pretty quickly Daniel Ricardo was a fraud this year. So stayed away from that one. Uh Lewis Hamilton's fun to bet against because kind of the the normies and, and all the fans, like he's got tons of fans, right? So they all pile into him when they see he's plus money. So um he's a fun one to bet against in in head to so heads. He's pretty consistent for like sixth or seventh. Uh, usually loses to his teammate. We absolutely love that. And then, yeah, Carlos Sainz is kind of is is right on the fringe of that list. Um, he he had a couple crashes first few races, and now his car's starting to fail. So he's a tough one because he's you know he's consistently probably the fourth best performer. Um, but as you guys know, Ferrari's had engine problems recently, so he's one you kind of want to stay away from. And then the last one is is uh, Sebastian Vettel, like you know, anything Aston Martin was an absolute fade at the start of the year, but he's, he's in, been in points the last two races ever since they, out their, their green bull car, he seems to have figured it out. So changing, so changing our opinion quick on him. Yeah, definitely. So moving into
0: the home race, the Canadian grand prix, um, what are some, some hot props you're looking at, or is there certain drivers that head on on, I guess it's up to Canada from us, but across to Canada from, from Europe. Um, but what, what are we looking at for our hot bets for the Canadian Grand Prix?
3: There, yeah, I'll start with some, some chalk. Um, like the, on the season long market, the only thing in the constructor and driver outright stuff is if you combo the two, you can get Red Bull and Verstappen for minus 225. It's pretty chalky, but it's free money if you can wait a few months. On that one um and then the my favorite pick for friday we call it free profit friday because the lines on the head heads are usually um like they favor the better driver out of a team but it's a lot more random than that because the drivers don't really care like they're just they're just uh getting laps in for data they don't care if they do better than their teammate so that's usually the biggest opportunity to catch the bookie sleeping uh and with that George Russell over Lewis Hamilton is my favorite bet it's minus 175 for some reason. Russell's yeah, he's been good all season. I think he's almost at 90% in all three practice sessions, but they're giving him 63% odds. So you could bet him to beat Hamilton all three uh, free practice sessions, and he's probably going to win at least two of them. And then you could even continue on with qualifying, and he'll win probably three out of four of those. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, the only reason Hamilton's even bettable is is because of Lewis Hamilton, which, like, you know, one of the GOATs. So bookies uh, have to respect him a little bit. But if it was anybody else, considering how badly his teammates. Beating him and, and exposing him, he should be north of minus two hundred, but he's not. So we'll bet against him. Uh, Perez, Sergio Perez, over Verstappen in the free practice sessions. Max has shown he does not care about free practice at all. He doesn't even really try, or you know, he doesn't go all out anyway. And, and Perez seems to be on the other side of that. He's, he's given her hard, and he's won the last two qualifying heads against Verstappen. He's won six of nine of the last uh, of the free practice sessions in the last three races but he's somehow plus 163. So bookies haven't figured out yet that, that uh, Max doesn't care about FP or free practice and Perez usually beats them. So I would look at that one. Um, getting into the race, like the way the way F1 works is obviously you want to bet one day at a time and probably don't bet the race until qualifying's over, but um, both Red Bull podium minus 150 right now, there's some concerns about Charles Carr. That one seems like it should be solid. A uh, good position of winner, plus 450 for third or fourth. That's worth looking at. It's usually max, or it has been the last couple of races. Um, yeah, it's, it's been Charles and Sergio, one, two, basically coming out of qualifying. So that's a really good line. You can't bet max at outright. He's like right around even. But if he slides into a good position third, then you're laughing because you got him at 450. And then, yeah, the two long shots are uh, Aston Martin, fastest pit, 50 to one. Uh, somebody in our Discord hit Alpine. Uh, fastest pit last week at 50 to one. So now we're, we're all horny and excited for that market. And we're chasing that one a bit, uh, at the Martin was fourth fastest pit last week. So they are by no means a favorite, but as you guys know, 51 odds, if it's even remotely close, you gotta take a chance. And then the last one, they took it off the market. Uh, but this morning we all went in on driver of the day, um, Lance Stroll in a home race, 250 to one and driver of the day is voted on by fan. So if you can convince, you know, a few hundred people to, shadow that to tail that bet and then vote for him on race day you have a chance and so as soon as we start talking about that people so they put the market right it's
1: so like the it's like the it. meme stocks of of f1 <laughs> just <laughs> convince everybody um to to have diamond hands on <laughs> on stroll <laughs> and uh and uh, vote driver of the day no that's awesome
3: yeah 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 everybody in your family like pull out your phone on that's race right. day and hey, vote for stroll right
1: that's right that is exactly right is there anybody else um, you kind of said Lewis Hamilton that, um, obviously has a big fan base we well, are not going to get that great of a line, maybe just cause people are going to pile in on them. Um, not, my thoughts kind of are And I know in sport, other sports like baseball, right? Yankees, Dodgers lines are already inflated cause they are huge markets, but in F1, is there anybody like that?
3: Uh, yeah, like Lewis Hamilton is the most right. obvious one. Um, Charles Leclerc has solidified himself as a qualifying God, like he's four in a row now pole position. But uh, the thing about him is uh, he's, he's facing a potential 10 grid penalty. If, if he has to use like a brand new component in his, in his engine essentially. So there's a lot of speculation about whether or not he's bettable. If you have a bookie who's slow to adjust, just watch the the Twitter news all week to see what Ferrari's plan is with him. Uh, and if, if he, doesn't end up taking that 10 grade penalty, you can get him at really good odds to, you know, win outright or or um, catch a podium. If he does catch that penalty, then you're probably gonna want to bet him for points, um, which is a top 10 finish. He'll probably start 11th or 12th, you know, before they totally nuke that line. That's another one to watch. You can, you can get on either side of the line and, and try to hop on your bookie quick if, if you're faster than him. Because not all of them, uh, you know, F1's a secondary market for some of these American bookies. Not all of them change it fast enough. So just watch the news this week. Charles Leclerc is a hot one. And uh, yeah, people always pile into Ferrari odds no matter what. So.
1: Love it.
0: So as far as a, a full season perspective goes, um, is there is there anybody that has a shot at beating Red Bull and the constructors? I mean, it just seems like Ferrari will, they'll do fine in qualifying. I know recently they've had their, their issues, but then Red Bull ultimately end up taking, you know, the podium or recently, you know, taking top two or taking two of the podiums. Is there any other team that might have a chance at, at the constructors championship or is all hope lost? and Red Bull is the new Mercedes and the dynasty, uh, is, is changing. It's tough because, uh, it it seems
3: like as a team, they don't make many mistakes. Like their, their pitch strategy is always on point. Uh, their car is getting more and more reliable. And obviously their drivers are solid. Like you saw Max was in first place with Perez behind them last week. So they got into kind of conservative race mode strategy to preserve the car, make sure Max got the first. They just don't seem to make those mistakes. Like you saw it maybe in the first race of the year, they both DNF um besides that they've been solid ever since whereas ferrari is just a hot mess uh, i'd be on the constructors market i'd be looking at a mercedes versus ferrari head-to-head and see what kind of lines you can get because mercedes is the polar opposite of that uh, they don't have the fastest car but it's, it's extremely reliable i don't think they've, either of them have been asked all season uh you see george consistently putting it top five so you just bank those points every every race essentially and they should gradually improve their car so that's probably more exciting to watch than red bull Red Bull seems like no one's gonna get close to them. The odds on them winning constructors are terrible now. So like I said, if you can't find Mercedes or Ferrari head-to-head, look to parlay it with a Max Verstappen uh, constructor and driver combination. Max himself pretty much has a locked up too. Um, you can create a little bit of drama if, if, if you wanna be funny and say Perez has a chance, but realistically, it's, it's Max is still losing at this point.
1: So, yeah well malcolm appreciate you coming on um obviously follow him on twitter at lights out f1 bets uh anything else you want to plug your discord anything uh feel free
3: yeah man we have a f1 money game discord you see the link in our twitter twitter bio so yeah lights out f1 bets to find that link and like i said it's just a dozen of us kind of messing around you know comparing notes sharing advanced sheets all that and it's all free so you can tail us if you want If you're looking for a massive parlay or you can contribute if, if you find your own hotline that you wanna that you want to submit to the chat. Uh, and obviously we, we continue with the DF DFS uh, advanced projections because that's our bread and butter that's where we came from. And then we have some prize picks stuff as well. If anybody's into that I know prize picks, you know it's what it is, but some people that's literally the only site they can play on. So we towed it a little bit as well to help out where we can. Besides that, just yeah thanks for the gas guys. Appreciate the coverage and and uh Love your podcast and and we'll make sure to share it on our end and, and get the crew tuning in. Awesome.
1: Well, yeah, I appreciate it, Malcolm. Uh, yeah. Hope, hopefully it's a profitable weekend.
3: <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right. Yeah. Follow along. Obviously after Friday, we'll update it with Saturday, best after Saturday, we'll update it with Sunday and away we go. So Sweet. Out and away we go.
1: Awesome. There you go. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Malcolm. You guys.
3: Thanks a bunch. See ya.
1: Once again, Got to thank Malcolm from coming on from Lights Out F1 Bets. But we got to get into some hockey now. Um, The Avs are going against the Lightning tonight. Um, If you're listening to this, it was probably last night. So um, good job, Avs, taking game one on the ice, right?
0: That's right. Yep, we are we are going to sound very, very good. Yeah. um tomorrow because of our predictions from today yeah. which i guess you know if you follow along on, on
1: social socials. media
0: or chalkboard you already you already know what it is so yeah um yeah well what are your initial thoughts what are we working with
1: yeah they I, they they <laughs> They scored all the goals you know they definitely it was awesome to see the game go over um as yeah. you know made made some stops made about 35 stops maybe Yeah um Av's yeah. won so um yeah we went three and oh on the socials
0: of course obviously um yeah so here's what's going to happen and again in dude, hindsight we're from hindsight. the future it's yep. a it's a whole ordeal this is my brain's in a pretzel right now this is some inception <laughs> shit anyways what's going to happen is it's probably going to end up being like a four to three game maybe even three to three headed had an overtime type deal um I think abs will have about 43, 44 shots on goal. Sox? Yeah. 40, you know, 43, 44. That usually, that's about what their number is right now. Even if it is, you know, 38, we'll take it. The over still hits uh, as far as Vasi saves go. So love that. Um, yeah. Cause it's 33 and a half. So if, well, well,
1: if he has 38, well, it, what, what if they score four goals? That's what I'm saying. So that's what oh, right. it's nice for. There damn, we go. Math right. yeah, damn math again. This damn podcast.
0: <laughs> Not a big math <laughs> or pronunciation podcast. Nope. So,
1: um, hey, on the TikTok, I did say Lefts. I can't say it now, but I said it correct.
0: Vassilis Becher- Shirkin.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so, and something, something along those lines. But I will say, he makes me very nervous. He is very good, and. He could be the difference, so pray to God he has a bad night. I, I know Ball Arena is going to be rocking. I we would have think
1: stats for him in altitude.
0: They only play, they played twice this year. There's one time in October, and the other time, I believe, was a shootout in February. Uh, with abs one, three to two, so don't have a lot of stats on him or the lightning um and again you're coming off two completely different series that was the other thing that was tough looking at like shots and um and saves is you're you're coming from rangers lightning where the goalies are absolutely electric yeah just so boring and then on the other side well it's kind of like people who root for defense in football and basketball it's like what's wrong with you you know i guess it is the exact same because goalies do play defense but on the other hand, you know, you had Oilers Avs, which was just a score fest. Jackson agrees with me. Yeah. Um, you'll have to check it out on, on Instagram to see to see our special guest, Jacks. We've got three guests today. It's crazy.
1: Four. God. Oh, man. I was you know. counting us plus, you know. Never mind. Anyway,
0: Never so, mind. Yeah, just terrible, terrible, terrible podcasting here. Anyways, two completely different series, and you all, and you have such a small amount of data. That's why you got hammered the over. Like, why not? It, why not? I think even if the Avs lose, it's because the Lightning are going to score fifty goals against whoever's in net. <laughs> it, which it is, Darcy. Is it Darcy? Okay, good. We, we got Camper back. That's that's good. Yep. Um, never a good thing when your goalie's out with an eye issue. You know? No. Yeah. Um, don't love that. No.
1: Do you but, know if they're gonna have the alarm sounding for like clients showed us the blind hockey maybe for Darcy?
0: That would be good.
1: Let them um, know the puck's coming. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Yeah, the the jangling of the the metal puck coming down, that would be ideal. Also, maybe lock in Darcy for like the twenty thirty two blind hockey Olympics. Good. Because, I mean, you, know, you, know. yeah. you know, but I think if the Avs don't win, it's because the Lightning are going to score four or five goals. <laughs> Shout out, Jackson. Um, <laughs> what are you doing, dude? <laughs> you can't help yourself, can you? Um, I think that it's because the, the Lightning are just fucking – Launching pucks and it could be a deal where Kemper gets pulled. Um, If it is a shootout like that, I don't see the Avs like winning. Like it's it's going to be a lot on how Kemper plays. Is if the Avs win or lose this game? Because you know Vasilevsky's he's gonna he's gonna be a freaking stone wall. I think if we're getting pucks past Vazzy, it's because of power plays, right? Yeah, or
1: bad defense,
0: or bad defense. Which I mean, again, going against the Rangers. The lightning didn't play very good yeah, events.
1: kind of how I was thinking about, like with the over, like yeah, Vazzy's awesome, but the rain. I mean, the Rangers aren't necessarily like an awesome offensive team, and they they were putting in pucks. So, I mean, yeah, no, it, the Avs have some firepower.
0: I think this is the changing of the guard, the passing of the baton, Eat it, whatever you want to call it the Avs are going to take the reins now as the new wagon
1: wagon in Colorado. Yeah. And so, I mean, when this airs, we're looking really good because the over definitely hit, Avs won, and Vazzy had 34-plus saves. Maybe
0: sprinkle a little bit on three-way overtime. Overtime.
1: Sprinkle.
0: You can sprinkle usually people? get some pretty good odds on it. And I mean, let's see, when was our last overtime game? It was Ooh. uh it was, I guess the Avs clincher, right? Wasn't that right. didn't that one go to overtime? Yeah, no.
1: yeah, yeah, did. It? Yeah, um, yeah, it did. Yeah. Did it? yeah, it did. Landy ended it. So yeah. Um, another oh, one bet that I would say um games t- well, Stanley Cup to go six or seven games both at plus 200, as long as each team wins two games, um, making profit, making profit. So um, those are those are two kind of future bets in this series that, uh, that I like.
0: Absolutely love it to go to six games. Love it for the Avs to win this thing four to two, because then love I it. will be there. Love that. In Tampa. Love that. Boots on the ground.
1: Boots on the ground. Got to figure a way to
0: get out that get you out there too. We need some more sponsors or something. What That's are we right. doing?
1: Wheels up. Send us out.
0: Wheels up. Yeah, <laughs> let's just go straight for the most <laughs> most expensive company we can think of. That's right. Walmart.
1: Uh, Walmart. Perfect. Colorado based. Love it. But yeah, love love the Avs taking that one oh one oh series lead. Game six coming up. Warriors going to Boston to try and close it out. How how we feeling? How we feeling about this one? We got the future on the line.
0: It's going seven. I mean, come on, come on, come on. It's going seven. Chef, I mean, Warriors at seven, but there's absolutely no chance the Warriors go into the Garden. And I got an awesome reel coming out tomorrow. Like I'm very pumped about it. So wait, wait for that one. (laughs) The celtics take care of business warriors want to win in front of their their fans in their new stadium like come on now that that's that's how this it's it's all rigged chef curry chef curry Tom. i think he plays lights out but
1: actually clay game six clay is a real thing so i'm already i don't i'm not even gonna look at any stats i don't think and just hammer clay points, threes, whatever. Cause the last game six he played in, Achilles or ACL, I'm not sure which one, but he's locked in. It, it's clay day. Uh,
0: it don't matter if the hoop's the wrong height. Did you see that the <laughs> last time true. they were there? The hoop was at the wrong height. But yeah, I, I, Clay could go off, Steph could go off. Don't matter. This is going seven. We're going back to the Bay and the Warriors are going to close it out there. We're going to get the fun Fetty out. We're going to get the, the ban on, um, on Clay Thompson's doppelganger lifted free, (laughs) free, the splash step brother, hashtag free splash step brother. Um, Yeah. (laughs) What a legendary move by him too.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, like security, come on, like, that's that's on security. He should get season tickets, not a ban. It's yeah. not his fault. Security stinks. You should get a contract. That's like, right. We I didn't mean, see the shots. I don't know. Maybe
0: he hit a couple that they probably put. I mean, he said he was out there for ten minutes in the video. I think he hit like three shots. So like, they're not going to show him missing shots. True. Maybe I don't know. Unless he just True. he did air, he did airball a layup though. So did the
1: team not know either. Like. I don't think they were they there. Just feeding him balls or what?
0: No, he was the only one on the court. So, like, it wasn't like the entire team. Like, I don't know if you've seen that one video. I, I, where was it from? I, I want to say it was a memph was in New Orleans. Yeah. He gets yeah. all in the all of the warm-ups and goes out there, starts shooting big old dude with the belly, and the yeah. cop comes and grabs him. Like, yeah. Legendary.
1: It was legendary. I mean, if you few key rules, right? If you're able to get on to the court, security couldn't stop you without like running, right? You know, and like streaking, like if it's in warmups or whatever, um, you should be able to fire up a few shots. Like, Hey, security's there for a reason, right? So that's rule number one, as far as like running across the field, if you're still clothed in a baseball game and you're running across the field and you get through the diamond and make it across into the stands that's a safe zone if somebody stops you unless it's a security guard no come on what what are we doing he, he made it he made it past the security guards i saw at a rockies game one time some dude just got absolutely <laughs> leveled jumping back into the stands it was like no but yeah i mean if if you have your clothes on and and you and you did it. You made it. That's that's safe zone. You can't it's kinda like kind of
0: like the floor is lava. Like yeah. if you make it to the court or pass the diamond, the you're safe. The you're safe. NFL's tough cuz yeah. They don't give a fuck. They're going to light your ass no. up yeah. one way or the other. But yeah, yeah for for this situation it should have been like all right, he can use the court until the players come out and then he has to escape security. So then yeah. then he can can get past security what really is tough is if it were anybody else that had done it that wasn't already like he's kind of a celebrity as far as like the warrior's lore goes you know thick clay thompson um they probably wouldn't have gotten banned because they wouldn't have known who it was i guess because it looked like in the video the security guard was just like here's the exit see you later like they didn't collect his his idea or anything so I don't know that. That's a that's a tough
1: look. It is a tough look. Yeah,
0: trespassing. Uh,
1: I mean, yeah. that whatever. is kind of frowned upon the trespassing deal, but um, not wasn't during a game though. Wasn't Security during a game them by that. Yeah,
0: I'm lawyering up. I'm saying you're putting me courtside for the that's rest right. of my life, and court I'm side. wearing the full Clay Thompson get up while
1: that's I do. Right. If you guys pass me,
0: create a turnover. Your fault. He did have a couple people take pictures with them. And again, I think it's tough because right now you don't know if they think he's Clay Thompson or if they know that he's the Fabrizi. uh, Yeah, Clay Thompson. Like, you know, he's just reached that level, which is awesome just for looking like Clay Thompson. (laughs) Yeah. How crazy is it?
1: Maybe we gotta go to Panthers games.
0: Well, not anymore. They're shipping his ass out. For Baker? That dude's gonna be a backup for an XFL team (laughs) this time
1: next year. Well, maybe we'll get on to an XFL team. If we, to be fair, you said football, they'll light your ass up. What if, what if somehow you get like, you're running across the field and you score a touchdown, then are you safe? You should be, I feel like. If you make it. No, you got a
0: bunch of, I, I think, I think it goes, pre-game when there's no players on the field or court you're good even then man like doing like the broncos stadium tour they will get on your ass if yeah. you you touch, touch the grass the, yeah they're yeah. like nope can't do it so i don't know it it's a it's a tough conversation you could just not do it that's also an option you know Plus you could yeah. also just watch the game and be a normal person and sure. you know it's, it's kind of like the people every year there's a video that'll come out or they're like, we snuck into the Super Bowl, and they yeah, put on that like about? vests and a ladder, and like it. I don't know. It's amazing how many people sneak into the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. what the hell's going on here? I think what else are we on. sneaking through? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at some point, which I don't. know, I guess the ladder video that was. I think that was the Patriots Seahawks Super Bowl when Russ yeah. got picked on the goal line. So they they've probably fixed it by now, right?
1: Maybe who knows? I mean, they had they had the COVID year to figure it out well who knows you know that's yeah. what it is just, but, just watch the game but you're saying celtics oh 100 percent. celtics win yeah scott foster's there celtics well
0: Butting i mean that. this is the nba no we're does. talking about here
1: gold-blooded no it's the most It's the uh, most in in the league with the most integrity. There we go. Vocabulary. Hmm. It is. Yep. Says who? Right now, me.
0: (laughs) Where's your sources? I want to see a goddamn
1: citation page on this one. The NBA. You're going to say Roger Goodell is more, has more integrity than Adam Silver. How dare you?
0: I don't know the the NFL is not in cahoots with China, so
1: <laughs> all right, all right, fair. We I try guess.
0: to keep ours with the allies, you know, Mexico and Germany. All right,
1: yeah. What? Mm-hmm. okay Uh, (laughs) all right well um so maybe celtics but also maybe warriors is what is what it's coming down to stay tuned to the socials i'm hammering the celtics i don't know i don't know if i can do that maybe
0: maybe what is what's the line right now
1: i think four again it's always four four. why is
0: it always four it was always four the celtics
1: are fave favorites uh yeah home
0: Mm, i don't know if i love that.
1: Four minus four at home. Give me the give me the dubs plus four.
0: One of these games surely has to be closer than freaking eight points at the end, right? Like
1: maybe you're right. You're right. Give me dubs money. One
0: give me dubs minus eight and a half. Oh, dubs win, they got to blow them out. That's That's the rule. That's fair. Yeah. I will not accept the championship on behalf of the Golden State Warriors if they don't win by at least eight and a half points.
1: Okay, right. that's
0: that's All right. it. All right,
1: that's we're fair. gonna have
0: to play, but we're just the next time they play in the regular season, that will be the game seven that we should have gotten.
1: That's fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, I mean, good show overall. Talked with Taylor Mathis talked with malcolm don't know the last name just malcolm yeah just just f1 lights out sports um that's wrong again but you get it um we'll 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 post it in the show we'll make sure he gets his credit because he's got some absolute winners for the canadian grand prix um why do why do race cars race car races i don't know they always have to have the longest names
0: Canadian Grand Prix. That's too long. Two, Canadian
2: two words. GP. Two words. Super
0: Bowl.
1: Super Bowl. The final. Stanley Cup. Come on. That's all we need. That's all we need. World Series. World Series. Bang. There you go.
0: World Cup. I don't know. Make a it question.
1: easy. That we should ask Malcolm. Damn Gotta it. Gotta have him back on. Oh, no, yeah. Gotta have him back on. Well, See you guys next time. But, uh, yeah, we got you covered. We got you covered.
2: Let's go to the beach. Each, Let's go get a wave. They say what they're going to say. Have a drink. Clink. Found a Bud Light. Bad bitches like me. It's hard to come by. The Patron. Oh, um, let's go get it down. The sound, um, Oh, yes, I'm in the zone. Is it two? Three? Leave a good tip. I'm going to blow all of my money and don't give up. I'm on the Floor
1: i